I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Insights episode of the Remove the Guestwork show. I hope you're well. I'm Leanne Spencer, your host. And this week, I want to talk to you a bit about the cost of getting lean. And I'm borrowing from the brilliant infographic by a great company called Precision Nutrition. I've done the qualification with Precision Nutrition. I'll link to it in the show notes. But they do nutrition-based courses, very detailed, really good stuff. So if you're a PT or you're in the fitness business, I really recommend having a look at Precision Nutrition or PN as I'll call them from now on. But for the majority of you who probably aren't fitness professionals that are listening in, I want to talk you through an infographic that they put out a few years ago, and it really helps to focus the mind on what a healthy amount of body fat is, because you can be unhealthy with very little body fat in the same way you can be unhealthy with a lot of body fat. But it also does a really good job, I think, of talking about just what it takes to get to the sort of body fat levels that most people aspire to when they look at someone's physique, but they don't appreciate. Firstly, that it might not be the healthiest, but actually it's very difficult to achieve. And for the majority of us, we don't necessarily need to be that lean. For me personally, I'm five foot nine, I'm 69 kilos. I don't know what my body fat percentage, because I never measure things like that. I go by, as I spoke about in a couple of episodes ago, I go by looks I go more by what I'm able to do and my levels of functional fitness. That's how I really gauge my levels of fitness. So I'm not particularly interested in body fat percentage, but it's not a bad thing to check in on once in a while. And I do have a set of bioelectrical impedance scales that I haven't been on for a good couple of years, but I do have those. And if I ever think I'm gaining a little bit of weight, I might have a look at that. Sometimes there is such a thing as skinny fat. So you can be skinny on the outside, but have quite a lot of visceral fat, which is fat around the organs, fat within the body. And that can be very unhealthy. So don't always be fooled by the aesthetic and the appearance from the outside. But let me talk you through this infographic. And I'll, of course, link to it in the show notes that you can have a look at it yourself. And it goes from unhealthy and then it moves down the scale of healthy, starting with high levels of body fat and moving to lower levels. So the first part of this infographic is unhealthy, it says. And people like this have very high levels of body fat, really. So that's more than 20% for a male and more than 30% for a female. People like this do more, eat more processed foods. They have bigger portions of food. They eat quickly. What they don't do so much of is exercise of any kind, eating fewer foods, whole foods, that is, and they sleep less. So they are some of the traits of people who are carrying, carrying more body fat. The benefits, as they outline them on this infographic, is it's an easy fallback for some people. So it's a, it's a relatively easy way to eat. It requires very little thought, planning, or discipline. But the downside is that you'll have poor health, low energy levels, poorer life expectancy, higher risks of metabolic syndrome, so that's raised triglycerides, elevated blood sugar, prediabetes, and so on. And they might need medications to manage various conditions. So there are definite downsides to carrying that much body fat. The next stage they've marked as healthy. 
And this is a male between 15 and 20% body fat and a female with 25 to 30% body fat. Women are always going to carry more body fat in a healthy state, by the way, partly due to our reproductive function and, and various hormonal changes and differences as well. We will always Harry, have with the same degree of leanness, slightly more body fat. So people who have this sort of body fat might include college-age athletes, off-season elite bodybuilders, Olympic shot putters, Benefits of being like this is improved health and energy, improved sleep, exercise is easy and enjoyable. Some of the trade-offs of living this way is it does require some thought and planning and you'll look good, but not super lean, which is enough for a lot of people. People with this, these ranges of body fat will eat slowly until satisfied at about 60% of your meals. You'll include one to two palms of protein-dense foods in one to two meals per day. You'll have at least one to two fists full of vegetables in one to two meals a day. You're probably exercising three to five times a week and doing any activity that you enjoy at any intensity level. What you're probably doing less of is eating desserts and processed foods and drinking fewer calorific beverages. So there's quite a bit there that people are doing and not doing to maintain that level of body fat percentage. The next level is 13 to 15% body fat for a male and 23 to 25 for a female. And the kind of athletes you'll find at this body fat range would be Olympic canoe and kayak athletes, professional baseball players, professional softball players. So this is geared towards the US market a little bit more, but you get the picture. Benefits of being like this is it's fairly easy to maintain. Your energy levels will continue to improve and you'll probably be able to reduce or eliminate a lot of medications at this body fat percentage. But the trade-offs are it requires some planning and maybe some minor, minor social sacrifices, i.e. you might exercise instead of going to a bar. It might require effort and attention to maintain this much sleep and some food skill preparation and effort put into foods. And people with these body fat percentages will be eating slowly until satisfied at 75% of your meals. So in other words, for most of your meals, you'll be eating slowly including one to two palms of protein and two or three, all of your meals per day, including one to two fists of vegetables in two to three meals a day, exercising for 30 to 45 minutes daily with one or two sessions breaking a sweat and sleeping for at least seven hours a night. So quite a bit of effort that's involved at that level and doing less of desserts and processed foods and drinking significantly fewer calorie dense beverages per week. The next stage is Athletes like Olympic swimmers, professional hockey players, Olympic volleyball players, so significantly impressive athletes, maintaining a body fat percentage of between 10 and 12% for males and 20 to 22% for females. You can see that disparity is hugely opened up now at this level. Benefits of looking that way, very fit appearance, good overall health, fewer food cravings because of a balanced diet and a good exercise regime, relatively easy to maintain once those practices become habitual. But the trade-offs, more planning, greater overall attention to diet, requires more time commitments for the more consistent exercise regime. You might need assistance or coaching to achieve this amount of consistency. And people who are maintaining these levels will be eating slowly until satisfied for 90% of the meals. Two palms of protein-dense food in every meal, two fistful of vegetables in every meal, eating some healthy fats, and a cupped handful of good quality carbs at most meals exercising for 45 to 60 minutes daily with three to four sessions breaking a sweat, sleeping for at least seven to eight hours a night, drinking very few alcoholic or calorific beverages and very few desserts, if any, and processed foods the same. 
So it's already getting to a pretty hard transition. Then we move to the last stage of healthy, which is six to nine percent body fat for males and 16 to 19 percent for females. This is Olympic level boxers, wrestlers, sprinters, gymnasts. At this level, you've probably got an extremely lean looking physique. You'll get that six pack. Your overall health will probably be good because you've got a balanced and minimally processed diet. Probably have a high work capacity and good stamina, but the trade-offs will be you might struggle in social situations, especially those involving food. May not have time for social opportunities outside of exercise. You might have to give up other hobbies and interests outside fitness. And people like this will be eating slowly until satisfied in all the meals, including one to two palms of protein-dense foods in every meal, including fibrous vegetables in every meal, healthy fats in every meal, exercising for 60 to 75 minutes daily with four or five sessions breaking a sweat and sleeping for at least eight hours a night. And they'll be limiting carbohydrates to post-workout or designated higher carb days, eating desserts or processed foods once every one to two weeks within reason and drinking a calorific beverage once every one to two weeks. So it's a significant investment of effort to get to that level of health. And I think a lot of people are aspiring to that level of body fat without appreciating just what is involved in achieving that. So my message is simply just be aware of that. And actually you can have a healthy lifestyle that is not very hard to maintain, but still have up to 22% body fat for women or 12% for males, even 25% for women or 15% for males. It doesn't necessarily need to mean that you have to go much lower than that unless there's a good sort of reason why you need to. In other words, you're an athlete, recreational, but serious or amateur or professional. And I'll draw back to my, my previous insights episode as well about how you measure fitness. Go really by the what you're able to achieve with your body and less about what it looks like. It's good to have a certain amount of body fat. You've got that as a reserve, if you like. Trying to get any leaner than that does not always bring the benefits that you might expect and is much harder than you're probably anticipating. So I hope that's been useful. I certainly don't mean it to be negative or to put people off any fat loss goals or muscle gaining ambitions. Just know, check out this infographic and just know that it's it's not necessarily, uh, it should be an ambition to get super lean, but more to enjoy life, but still have healthy percentages of body fat versus muscle versus fat versus water in your body, what we call body composition. That's it from me. Let me know if you have feedback. Please share the episode if you think anyone else can benefit from it. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotsperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.